Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. We are back with Jesse and Anita here. Reporting uh, for duty. Right, ready for, reporting for duty. And we just love Friday's show because at the end of the week, and uh, it's this cop, couple power. That's right. Yeah, yeah, this is the sacrament of matrimony in action. Friday's show is always, we yes. talk about spiritual warfare on the cultural issues, things that affect us. Yes. And uh, by Marriages, the way, we, families, children, yeah, but we don't want to forget the month of November. Yeah. What is the month of November? It's dedicated to the holy souls. The, and the Holy Bible says precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. And you can find that in Psalm 116, verse 15. So the month of November each year is dedicated to commemorating those who have died and, and departed to their heavenly home. It begins with All Saints Day, celebrated on November 1st to remember all the numerous holy souls who have died and are believed to have entered into heaven. we got to remember, too, it's those who have died in the friendship of God. Yep. State those of are grace. the ones that uh, we're praying for their release of their soul to heaven for right. the beatific vision. Right? We want to pray for everybody right now. It's yes. the month of November. Anybody, family member who's dying. We have a friend who's dying right now in the hospital. Yes. Uh, Elvia Escobar, dying of cancer. Uh, she's dying in a state of grace. So it's, we, we, our, yeah. our heart is warmed knowing that uh, she's going to see the Lord yep. face to and, face one and, day. And she it was a lover. She is a lover of Christ. Yeah, and a practicing Catholic. So we yes. pray a Hail Mary in Latin for all the people whose family members are passing away today. Ave Maria, gracia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis pecadoribus, nunc et in mortis nostri, amen. In nomine Patri, Filii, Spiritus Sancti, amen. Hey, we want to share with you, uh, get by, right into it. Yes. Mexico's devotion to Mary enrages the devil. Mm-hmm. Pope Francis said that uh, while a couple of years ago. The recent earthquakes in Mexico have some of the have some of Pope Francis comments going viral a couple of years ago. There was a video interview from January back 2017 or 2018 uh, where Pope Francis uh, Pope Francis explained mm-hmm. how he feels yep. Mexico's devotion to the Virgen de Guadalupe is the reason they are hit with so many catas- <laughs> catastrophes. He said, Quote, I think that the devil punishes Mexico with much anger because the devil doesn't forgive Mexico that she, the Virgin of Guadalupe, has shown her son there, he says. So we'll, we'll look at, I don't yeah. know, can, can demons cause disasters? Sure. We'll, we'll take a look at that because that's yep. what he just said here. Uh, Mexico has been struck with two major earthquakes in two weeks. This was back in uh, 2017, 2018. The first magnitude of 8.1. It hit on September 8th, killed 61 people. The second is a magnitude, a magnitude of 7.1, killed over 300. And then September 19th, uh, the anniversary of 1985 Mexico City earthquake that killed thousands. And the anniversary of Hurricane Hilda hitting Tampico in 1955, killing 200. So uh, so we should, should we say that about California? They uh, have earthquakes. They have earthquakes, and uh, they don't. They're, they're, that state is not dedicated to Our Lady Guadalupe. Oh, uh, sure. No, no, it isn't. But it was. It was. Colonized. We got many faithful there. Yeah, that are devoted to her. That's true. But is there a dedication from our um, bishops and cardinals? I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure no. about that. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I know that's just a, yeah. a question. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's a, it's a question. We, it's, so, oh, that we won't know. Curious minds want to know. Yep. So Pope Francis says that, uh, that uh, he said, is it, it is an interpretation of mine that Mexico's, Mexico's privileged in martyrdom for having recognized, uh, defended its mother, close quote. And some of the nearly 9,000 comments agree with Francis, but others disagree, citing that it is actually the turning away from God that is the cause of the disasters. I would agree with the I would, latter. I, I, I also would agree with yeah. that one. The, in fact, Father Forte answers this question. He's an exorcist in Spain. Father Forte was asked this question directly. What yeah. does he say? Yeah. What do they ask Where him? Do, you know, they ask him. He said they asked him this question. Father Forte, can demons cause disasters and accidents? And he, Father Forte answered, if demons had the freedom to cause natural disasters, the whole world would fall into chaos. So the short answer is no. Demons cannot cause disasters and accidents at will. Why? Simply because God prevents them from doing so. Storms, uh, hurricanes, earthquakes, and other disasters ordinarily happen as a result of natural causes. So as, there's as your per, answer. As permitted and by God. I think we were at the same page. I read it, you know. At, yeah, as permitted uh, by God as well. Yep, and also, yep. I would also say that, again, uh, disasters, when you look at them, that when they happen in the Old Testament, and even in the New Testament, they happen as a result of people turning away from God. Right, right. So mm-hmm. uh, I... I well, what happens? You know, I, don't, you, I don't believe they're caused yeah. by demons. The Pope basically alluded that they do. But mm-hmm. when you look at Scripture, you don't see demons causing natural disasters. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. in the book of Job, you could argue that can, that happened. It's possible. But think, you, you see mostly natural disasters are just, it's God's permissive will, or yeah. like Father Fortea says, natural causes. Well, just, you, just as you just mentioned right now, you turn away from God, you have an empty void. And what happens? What fills the void? Sin. 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 And there are consequences to sin. sin. Yeah. You know? So then uh, the turning away from God is evidenced by legalization of abortion, which was in 2007. In Mexico. In yeah. Mexico. The massive number of murders of civilizations and clergy. Of c- civilians. Civilians yeah. and clergy and the widespread acceptance and public veneration of the Santa Muerte. There you this go. This is why there's so many murders. They're, they're you know, worshiping the Santa Muerte. It was the devil. Legalization of abortion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Apostasy of the clay of clergy and laity, veneration of Satan. There, yeah, that's that's why you have so many yep. natural. Causes. Yeah, the un, unholy Trinity right there. Yep, yep. Yeah. So in 2013, the Vatican condemned Santa Muerte, which is good. Holy death. That's what it's that's called in English. Holy death as blasphemous and a degeneration of the religion, even with the con- condemnation. Catholics still venerate the skeleton saint to lead them to the afterlife. Drug cartels invoke the intercession of Santa Muerte to protect shipments of drugs from law enforcement. Ritual killings involving the cult are also increasing, and police are reporting that many times they find elaborate shrines to the Santa Muerte during drug raids. On May wow. 20th, 2015, Cardinal Juan Sandoval Iniguez, Archbishop Emeritus of Guadalajara, and the Spanish exorcist, Father Jose Antonio Fortea from Spain, who's got a Ph.D. in exorcism, mm-hmm. and a group of priests gathered in the cathedral to perform a great exorcism, or in Spanish, exorcismo magno, or exorcism magno. Colonel Iniguez told ACI Pensa, which is uh, the affiliate, Spanish affiliate of uh, EWTN, that it is important to make people aware of the grave situation that we live in Mexico 
which has a very deep root beyond human evil, which is the devil. Cardinal Iniguez called abortion tragic and a very, very serious sin. He claimed the legalization of abortion only shifted the account of the blame between the assassins and the government. Dead here, dead there, dead everywhere. A violence that is nothing other than the evil one that is destroying us in Mexico. Father Fortea wrote in his book, The Exorcismo Magno, that the exorcism, quote, is useful in a situation where great violence has been unleashed in in a country. Father Fortea Fortea compiled these prayers that can be used, quote, to command the devils to depart from the College of Cardinals, bishops of a nation, a parish whose faithful are divided, etc., End quote. He has asked why not perform a great exorcism to protect the universal church. During the exorcism, only one journalist was allowed to be present, Robert O'Farrell, a Catholic. O'Farrell explained that Mexico is experiencing a demonic infestation that is similar to the time before the Virgin of Guadalupe appeared when the human sacrifices were common. He says that the legalization of abortion in Mexico has returned the country to the time where innocent human life is sacrificed. To date, more than 120,000 lives have been sacrificed since it was legalized. O'Farrell, the journalist, described the case of a Mexican man from Morelia, Michoacan, possessed by four demons. During that exorcism, he says the demons were forced by the Virgin to say that they had returned to infect Mexico again, mainly in Mexico City and other parts of the territory. O'Farrell, the journalist, states that they said, quote, you are stupid. She, the Virgin Mary, they never say her name. They'll just say, use a pronoun, Mm -hmm. rushed us from Mexico. And now you, with your stupid laws, have allowed the sacrifices to return the human sacrifices. We do not want to say this, but she stomps our head and forces us. Um, I wish I wish these demons would talk to the to all the politicians. Exactly. Uh, on, on, the, uh, on the next segment, we're going to put a short little clip of Pope Francis who's doing, he does a prayer, a, a short deliverance prayer over this possessed man in Mexico. It's a very famous case. as a young man. His name is Angel. Mm-hmm. Father Juan Rivas basically is his caretaker, and, uh, and he's, he's fully possessed. And again, it was during this exorcism described in this article that the four demons inside of him said to all the priests in the room, and again, O'Farrell, the journalist, he heard this, where mm-hmm. he said, he told everybody in the room, quote, you are stupid because she, the Virgin Mary, rushed us from Mexico and now with your stupid laws have allowed the sacrifices to return to Mexico. The human sacrifices, we do not want to say this, but she stomps our head and forces us. So uh, we'll, we'll yep. see that. Father Gabriel Amort, the famous Italian exorcist, confirmed that this man, Angel, was possessed by four demons and that Pope Francis himself, uh, he didn't do an exorcism over him. He just laid hands on him, probably did a quick healing or deliverance prayer for, in, for about 10 seconds. We'll show you on the next mm-hmm. uh, on the next segment, we'll show you the 57-second clip. Uh, but uh, Father uh, Amorth took this case and... Uh, It'll just be very interesting to watch this. And we, we have some comments to make about this case as, mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Yeah. By the yes. way, something very important is that in Ciudad Juarez, which was one of the deadliest cities in the world, crime rates have dropped dramatically when parishes established adoration chapels. Before the adoration chapels, 40 people were killed per day uh, from the violence between drug traffickers. But after the chapels opened up in the city, uh, Ciudad Juarez went for two months without a death. 
Wow, that's 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 wonderful, and I think that's this is. I wish I wish all bishops would read this and you know just start yeah, think, installing. Rich, I think we're uh, we're we're already up to a break. Right, it's ten twelve. Ah, okay. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I think all bishops should uh, have adora- adoration chapels in all their parishes. You know, even if it's a little, uh, uh, what is it, uh, a fifteen by fifteen room. Right. You know, that's okay. People want to go and adore our Lord twenty four seven and have that available. Well, yeah, and you can see everywhere where this is done. Yeah. A crime. Uh, <laughs> Police departments report, hey, these chapels that you guys have yeah, so there's crime goes down. down. Yep. On the next segment, as soon as we start, you're going to hear see Pope Francis doing a deliverance prayer over his possessment. We'll be right back. Our Lady of Guadalupe, the patron saint We are back. Jesus 911. Thank you for staying with us, family. St. Rose, Philippine, Duchesne, is feast day today. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. We want you to listen to a short clip. You're going to see Pope Francis who's praying, laying hands on a possessed person. Father Juan Rivas is right behind in the wheelchair. The possessed man is named uh, uh, Angel. Very famous case in Mexico. Uh, I don't know his status uh, right now. I'd have to call Father Juan Rivas. Maybe I'll do that one of these days. But Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Bella Lugosi music. (laughs) So what you saw there was a young man uh, that the Pope prayed over. Uh, this was several years ago. It was May 21st, uh, 2013. It was captured on video. His name's Angel. Uh, the priest behind him is Father Juan Rivas, Legionnaire of Christ. He used to work in Los Angeles for many, many years. He's the one that started Hombre Nuevo. Mm-hmm. He's directly involved with this case, and he says that Angel is a victim's soul. Uh, Angel apparently willingly accepted to be possessed, to being possessed in reparation for the sins of Mexico. And so on May 21st, 2013... Father Juan Rivas took him to see Pope Francis. Pope Francis was captured on video performing. It wasn't an exorcism, like it says on YouTube. He just laid hands on him and prayed over him in St. Peter's Square. And the astonishing footage was taken immediately after Sunday Mass. The Pope, the pope approaches a second of two wheelchair-bound people. Uh, his, uh, their faces are pixeled out on the video. And after Father Juan Rivas leans across the young man to tell Pope Francis something... The Pope's expression becomes more serious. He then grips the top of the subject's head firmly and is seen pushing pushing him down into his wheelchair. As this is happening, the pontiff recites an intense prayer, and the boy's, the boy's mouth drops wide open, and he exhales sharply. Pope, that's, that's what you heard there, that, that manifestation. Mm-hmm. Pope Francis did not spend more than 10 seconds praying for this possessed young man in the wheelchair who was definitely possessed. This is a well-known case in Mexico. And the demons inside of Angel began to manifest. At first, you can see that that what Angel, the possessed man, looks like before the Pope places his hands on the man's forehead. But then watch as the disabled man's face, his expression changes as soon as the Pope places both hands on the man's head. The man's breathing becomes irregular. He seems to start snarling 
and his face contorts with an expression of anger and hate. Uh, this case was referred later on to Father Gabriel Amorth. Uh, Pope Francis made it, has made it quite clear, especially very early on in his pontificate, mm-hmm. that he believes in the devil, whom he refers to as the enemy and the prince of this world, and is a real force that needs to be fought against constantly. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if our Pope would, um, any, anybody that came to him um, that was uh, afflicted, the, if, he, if he would just pray over them, that would that would definitely help. Yeah, that probably you know, drive the demons out. Right, right. But then, what is what what is the key? Living in a state of grace. Yeah. Even the pope has to be in a state yeah. of grace, or, mm-hmm. or his prayers are not yeah. effective yeah. over the devil. Over right, right. De- so let's move on to another topic. Yeah, our next topic. What is it? Satanists and witches back Biden and the Democrat de- demonic Democrat Party. Whoa. This is written by John Watkins. He's a Protestant, but I'll tell you one thing: this guy did his surprise, homework. surprise. He did his homework in this article. Yeah, so Satanists and witches for Biden. Not surprising since Satan is a Democrat. <laughs> this is what the article says. Okay, from, yeah, it's from Front Page Magazine. Right. And we, would, we wouldn't have picked this article if we didn't agree with it, by the way. Right, right, yeah. right. So like all progressive groups, the Satanic Temple came out in support of Black Lives Matter. Hmm. The Satanic Temple, which distinguishes itself from its rival, the Church of Satan, through its rigorously, rigorously progressive politics while accusing the Church of Satan of libertarianism, put out at a, a statement by a co-founder, Lucian Greaves, that blasted President Trump and accused the police of randomly killing black people that could, that could have come from any random leftist organization. Well, this is a big lie, first of all, that yep. police randomly cl- killed blacks. Uh, what do you expect from a Satanist? <laughs> yep, right. Uh, this may have been true. That statement may have been true under Democrat slavery and Jim Crow laws, but that is absolutely not true today. Once right. again, what do you expect from Lucian Greaves? Right, uh, right. Uh, founder of the Temple of Satan? Deception, deception. His father's a liar, mm-hmm. and he's a liar. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he said, yeah, Lucian Grace, uh, yeah. Grace continues, I watched with dismay as in the re- reaction to the election of Don- Donald Trump, the least qualified, least dignified, least competent president in all of U.S. history. His opinion. That's opinion. Complained Lucian Greaves, co-founder of the Temple of Satan, whose real name is Douglas Mesner, and who has been known to pose wearing goat heads on, on his goat, head. Goat horns. Go- goat, yeah, goat, goat horns. Steve Hill ran in a Democratic state Senate primary as the first Satanist to seek public office. While he lost, the Satanist and Bernie Sanders supporter was able to secure over 10,000 votes from the from California Democrats. Since then, Hill has participated in a Black Lives Matter rally. And one comment noted that, quote, solidarity between Black Lives Matter and Satanists, end quote. Steve Hill had mentioned reaching out to the Sanders campaign, but was cautious, noting, quote, I don't know how they are, they'll react to getting an offer of help from Satan, end quote. Hmm. That's what he says. While the Sanders campaign's response remains unclear, the American Humanist Association's Free Thought Equality Fund uh, P- a Political Action, Action Committee. Committee, that's also known as PAC, did back Steve Hill alongside establishment Democrat figures like uh, Representative Hank Johnson, Representative Joe Lofgren, and Representative Pramila Jayapal. None of them were asked by the media how they felt about the backing of a pack that was also supporting a Satanist. See, that's interesting right yeah, there. Yeah, see imagine, that? Imagine if a Republican would, had a pact 
that was being supported by the, a Satanist, this would be all over the media right. 24 hours a day mm-hmm. in a loop. Mm-hmm. But when a Democrat is aligned with the Temple of Satan or the Church of Satan, you, you hear crickets from the mainstream media. Right, right. We could do it, but you can't. Right. You, you righties, you can't. Exactly. The pack described Hill as an atheist. It neglected to mention the Satanist part. There's exactly. deception. Yeah. But the Satanic Temple has two faces, excuse me. (laughs) The temple gleefully brandishes satanic iconography and provokes people of faith, while its co-founders also run the Reason Alliance, which cultivates cultivates a secular humanistic brand. At the satanic temple, its co-founder goes by Lucian Greaves, while at the Reason Alliance, he goes by Douglas Messner, a Harvard Harvard alumni. That's interesting. Wow. Man. So look at how he changes his name. Yeah. He doesn't want to be discovered. So Lucian Greaves, the yeah. Satanist, he's, mm. he's uh, basically the head of two organizations, mm-hmm. which shows that they work together. One yeah. is called the Reason Alliance, Alliance, which is basically atheistic, secular mm-hmm. humanist thought. And then Douglas uh, Messner. Yeah. Or, or when he uses that, he calls himself Douglas Messner. When he when he operates under the temple of Satan, he calls himself Lucian Greaves. Yeah. Which shows which shows uh, this is why the famous uh, archbishop from um, from Vietnam, from Vietnam, uh, his name will come to me right now. Archbishop Thuan. He says secular humanism is satanic. Mm-hmm. He makes that connection. Secular humanism is satanic. Well, we're seeing yeah. it right here. Lucian Greaves, Douglas Messer, both one and the same. He's a Satanist. He runs two organizations, the Temple of Satan and Reason Alliance. Mm-hmm. So again, when, when, when the archbishop said years ago, I heard him say, secular humanism is satanic. Bingo. The proof is right here. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. if you see uh, the, the, the government giving money to his organization. Interesting. That, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what what allows a Satanist to be endorsed by a mainstream Democratic PAC. While Republicans have been asked to disavow fringe candidates who run on their party line, Democrats haven't been asked to disavow Hill or the political support of Satanists, even when they threaten violence. Jex Blackmore, the former national spokeswoman for the Satanic Temple, declared while surrounded by pig's heads, quote, we are going to storm press conferences, kidnap an executive, release snakes in the governor's mansion, execute the president. We are going to disrupt, destroy, distort, and destroy. That's what she wants to do. See how, God, they're violent. Yes, absolutely. After the video went viral, Jex Blackmore was asked to step down. Lucian Greaves now runs a temple Satan. He insists that the organization which, which has waged a long legal battle to claim that Killing babies through abortion is a religiously protected satanic ritual and is nonviolent. Yeah, he's gone even so further to yep. say that it's a mm-hmm. sacrament to them. Yep. He right. says abortion is yep. our sacrament. Yeah, but uh, and he's the one that ran the the Satan Con here in um, in Scottsdale and all Arizona. over the country. He's already done. Yeah, the, he's all already done three. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Tyler, Texas, yep. Uh, Boston. Christian stand up, stand up, stand up for Jesus. That's right. That's right. And uh, when they come to your area, yeah. Uh, Again, Jex Blacksmore, I guess, is a female that she was one of the co-founders of the Temple yeah. of Satan. Mm-hmm. Look at the vile things she said yeah, about, uh, you know, yeah, just what she's going to do. Yes. Execute the president. If any person on the right would say they're going to execute the, this president, you'd have uh, the FBI knocking at your door. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd be hauled out in chains. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be back. 
Stick around. Democrats and Satanism, one and the same. Don't go anywhere. Yes, Mother Mary, your beauty and your grace, our bright new dawn. We need your prayers. Absolutely, we need your prayers. And we're talking pray about... Pray for us. How, pray, pray for, for us. us. Yes, we're talking about how the Democrat Party and Satanism, Satanism intersect. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they are connected. Well-written articles called Satanists and, Satanists and Witches Back Biden mm-hmm. and the Demonic Democrat Party by John Watkins. Uh, you can get the article by going to thevmpr.org or my mm-hmm. website, jesseromero.com. You can get the link. So Lucian Greaves points this out. He said this. When we said that somebody was removed <clears throat> for threatening press, uh, execution on the president, that's not to say that anybody in our group would cry if Trump died from choking on a ham sandwich tomorrow. In other words, okay, Jex Blacksmore, his, his, his female counterpart who started this group with him, yeah. <laughs> when she threatened the president, that was a bit too far, even for the mainstream media. So people yep. demanded that they, they, that they, remo- removed, they removed She was her. removed. Yes. And so he's trying to make a joke like tongue-in-cheek, like saying, well, you know, we're not going to say to kill him, but if he chokes on, his, on a ham sandwich, we're not going to sweat it. That, you know, mm-hmm. He's trying to make, make yes. fun of, you know, just like tongue-in-cheek, like that's no big thing what she said. We, we agree anyhow. Yep. He could, you know, so... But mainstream Democrats have been quietly interacting with the group, the satanic group, mm-hmm. under its various guises. For example, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham of New Mexico, formerly a potential Biden, Biden VP pick, followed and interacted with Greg Stevens, also known as Priest Penumu, the satanic temple's director of ministry. Mm-hmm. Ministry. While the, satanic te- while the satanic temple may be an extreme uh. example, a recent Pew survey found that after the Obama administration, a majority of white Democrats identified as non-Christian and the Satanic Temple's melding of radical leftist politics with paganism may be the wave of the future. I think it's already here. Yeah. <laughs> the future is here. Yeah. Yeah. This article is a few years old. <laughs> yeah. In 2017, thousands of Wiccans or witches announced that they were casting a mass spell against President Trump. Michael M. Hughes, who takes credit for the spell, went on to write, quote, Magic for the resistance, rituals, and spells for change, close quote, which includes chapters like, quote, Hex the NRA, close quote, and Witch, which stands for Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell, close wow. quote. The name says exactly what what, uh, what they're involved in. That they're involved in, yeah. So it's one of the number, um, it's one of a number of similar books like David Salisbury's Witch Activism, a Witchcraft, 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 activism, a toolkit for magical resistance includes spells for social justice, civil rights and environment and more. And Laura's Tempest, quote, the new Aradia, a witch's handbook to magical resistance. The mixture of paganism and, and politics is active on Instagram with the magic resistance whose members burn photos of President Trump while reciting incantations. Also, uh. Uh, TikTok is very big into witchcraft. I yeah, think. They're the highest number. They have the yeah. highest number of witches using yep, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, uh, and that's why Father um, 
we, we did a show on it. Monsignor last Rossetti, Rossetti is, he tries it, to evangelize those on TikTok. TikTok yeah. Right. So unlike conservatives, they have not been censored. Hmm. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Trump's presidency has spawned a new generation of witches. Weird claim. Wired. Wired, Wired claim. Within hours of, of Trump being declared president, our membership numbers really spiked. Lucent Greaves of the Satanic Temple has insisted the Trump derangement syndrome wave that mainstreamed extremist organizations like Black Lives Matter and Antifa among Democrats also benefited Satan, Satanists and witches. The Democrats had made hostility to President Trump into their only core principle. And any pagan idea, no matter how extreme, became more acceptable as long as it was anti-Trump. While some of the most public Satanists and witches tried to have it both ways, posing with horns and skulls, and then claiming that they are trolling religious believers, it goes deeper than that. In a conversation between Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors and BLM LA's chapter co-founder Melinda Abdullah, whose hate really was linked to hate, va- hate, hate rally. His, his, whose hate rally was linked to vandalism against synagogues in the area. The two appeared to discuss summoning spirits. In fact, both of them are avowed and proud witches, witches. who mm. brag about uh, being, uh, being trained as Marxists. Wow. Yeah. In fact, Abdullah, Abdullah said, uh, one of the BLM co-founders, yeah, that- a witch and a Marxist, she said, quote, you kind of invoke that spirit. And then their spirits actually become present with you. Hmm. By the way, she, that's a theology of prayer. Okay, when you pray, what you pray for becomes present to you in the cosmos. So mm-hmm. she, they understand the depth of prayer. Mm-hmm. It's just inverted for them. Uh, she says, we've become very intimate with the spirits that we call on regularly. Again, that's a theology of Catholic prayer. Angels go when they're mm-hmm. called. The spirits come when they're called. Catholic uh, angels, angels in heaven. Each of them, here's what uh, Abdullah says, mm. BLM phone, co-founder. Each of them, talking about the spirits, these are demons she's talking about. Each of these demons seems to have a different presence and personality. She's absolutely right. Colors, the other co-founder of Black Lives Matter, who, by the way, has been exposed by Candace Owens, thanks be to God, for this corrupt organization for what it is. Colors says, quote, about the demons. Each of them, referring to demons, Seems to have a different presence and personality. So she said the same thing as Abdullah, by the way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> While it's easy to dismiss such behaviors as marginal, Hillary Clinton had, most people don't know this, she held a seance in the White House to summon the spirit of Eleanor Roosevelt. Now, that's a complete invocation of wow. demons to be involved in a seance. And she had one done in the White House. How revealing is that? Yeah. That is so revealing. Where in the opposite, when President Trump was in, <laughs> in the office, they did exorcism prayers yes. throughout the White House. Yeah. They, I'm they, sure they knew this. They do. That's heal, why yeah, they. Exactly. Uh, th- that's why they did. The you know the the healing the they, they had, the exorcism they had blessings and exorcisms Exorcism. prayers done over the White yeah. House under Thank President you. Trump by under a Catholic Trump. priest. Yep. This also the seance that Hillary Clinton was involved in in the White House was overseen by New Age author Gene Houston, who had been invited by Hillary along with Marion Williamson. Who is Marion Williamson? She's the one that went on to run for the Demo- Democrat presidential nomination in 2020. Uh, she's a new ager. She's a witch. And allegedly she part- they, they all participated in the seances and uh, they stayed in the Lincoln bedroom. M- Marion Williamson and Jean Austin. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 
It's hard to describe something as fringe when it's standing on the DNC debate stage. Marianne Williamson was cheered on by an, a, quote, a cold task force, and the Washington Post reported that, quote, a group of 13 chaos magicians, witches, and energy workers were performing synchronized gestures to help Marianne Williams get airtime at Tuesday's Democratic Party presidential debate, end quote. You remember that. I'm sure everybody that she was on the left-hand side, I remember. To that, to and, what extent? And again, you had, you had yeah. a cultist in the audience yeah. that, are, are, that are doing hexes and curses Hexic. and incantations. So, you know, calling demons right yeah. there so that she can become the presidential the pres- nominee. And she didn't. No. <laughs> to what extent are these private beliefs making their way into the government? One of the more bizarre stories of Harry Reid's tenure heading up Senate Democrats was the $22 million he had earmarked for UFO research. UFOs have been an obsession of Democrats with Jimmy Carter claiming to have seen one. 58% of Democrats believe in UFOs. That was why Hillary Clinton and her campaign chair, John Podesta ran for office by promising to reveal the truth about them, generating headlines like Hillary Clinton gives UFO buffs hope she will open the X-Files. By the way, John Podesta Mm. is a good friend of Marina Abramovic, who is a high-level Satanist that mentors the rich and famous in Hollywood and in New York. She hosts these spirit cooking gatherings which is a mockery of the Catholic Holy Communion ritual at Mass. And John Podesta, according to emails that are on the Internet that have been released, has been to these satanic spirit spirit cooking gatherings. What else do we know about Harry Reid? Let's talk about Harry Reid's. Harry Reid's millions were being spent not just on UFOs, but studying bizarre creatures, poltergeist activity, invisible entities, orbs of light, the research touch on claims of possession and psychic powers crossing the realm from NASA to the supernatural. Satanists, witches, and UFOs are the natural preoccupations of a political movement mm. that is losing its religion and filling the gap. Makes sense. With political radicalism and primitive belief systems, mm. it isn't reason that replaces religion but the primordial superstitions that religion cleared away. Wow. The decline in faith among Democrat political elites leads to chanting spells, sacrificing goats, and watching the skies for the mystical revelations gathered from comic books and TV. Democrats claim that they believe in science, but their idea of science is radical ideology and personal mysticism. They don't Mm -hmm. believe in science. They believe in science fiction. Yep. A poll found 43% of liberals believe that astrology was scientific. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. 35% of Democrats claim to have experienced the paranormal. Yeah, that's demonic, what they've experienced, without mm-hmm. a doubt. And without 69% of Democrats believe in ghosts. In other words, what they mean by that, by that, by, what they mean by that is demons. <laughs> no wonder that Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's office worked with astrologers. of Democrats believe in God. 39% believe in some other power or spiritual force. That's why there there are seances, spells, sacrifices, and trips to haunted houses and UFO landing sites. America is still a free country, and people are entitled to believe whatever they like. But Democrats, radicals, and their media mouthpieces routinely present this as a clash of worldviews between superstitious superstitious religious believers. 
quote, clinging to their Bibles, end quote, and the rational proponents of reason with PhDs who, quote, follow the science, end quote, when it's really a clash between traditional religious believers and radicals who believe they have supernatural powers. Democrats like Biden strive to build an image of normalcy. Just don't look too closely at the Satanists, witches, and astrologers, not to mention ghosts and UFO hunters behind the curtain. Wow. Yeah, we we believe that, you know, as Catholics, we we are Jesus loving and we don't we we believe in the supernatural. We don't believe in the preternatural that follows demonic. We'll be right back. Stick around. We're going to talk about uh, the power of a bishop's prayer next. Yep. We are back, Jesus 911, and I just want to make one announcement. We are going to be in uh, Pearsall, Texas. Just look at our website. Tomorrow, Jesse will be, it's a men's conference. So if you are men are around that area, come and join us. Just drop in and, and take a seat and listen to Jesse speak to men on spiritual warfare, how yeah. it applies to men. You're going to so love we it. Will be, so if you want to know where we're going to be, we're going to be in Pearsall, Texas. That's a, a suburb of San Antonio. Absolutely. We want you to listen to a short little clip of Father Mike Schmitz on the power of the prayer of an exorcist. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? I think that some of the most spirit-led, most powerful, loving and self-controlled people that I've ever met in my life are exorcists and, and the laymen and laywomen who work with exorcists. They didn't show up exceptional. They became exceptional by showing up and doing what was asked of them. Someone doesn't volunteer to be an exorcist. They get asked to be. They simply show up. And with this person who is bound by demons, bound by Satan, they simply show up and they pray the prayers that the church has given them. No, those aren't incantations, right? It's not like they, you just say these words. They realize that I show up and I pray these prayers and I need to trust that God will act or else I'm toast. <laughs> They're pushing on a daily basis the very limits of their faith, trusting that God will do something to heal, to deliver this person in front of them. Yes. Think about that. Father Mike Smith just um, kind of laid it out. Yeah. A Catholic priest who's the an exorcist is going into a room knowing that he's going to confront demons or the devil himself or mm-hmm. his five generals. And uh, and he's trusting in the powers of the prayer of the church. That's that's a perfect description that Father Mike Schmitz just uh, just laid out in terms of uh, the life of an exorcist. So the question would be now uh, is uh, because the chief exorcist of every diocese mm-hmm. is the bishop. Mm-hmm. He is the exorcist of every diocese. So have you ever wondered how powerful is a bishop's prayer over demons? And also, have you ever wondered, should every diocese have an exorcist? Uh me and my wife, we sat down with our our former bishop, uh, Bishop Thomas Olmsted, and we were just sharing with him the power of a bishop's prayer. And we also sat down with the, his uh, his right hand man, who was the vicar of evangelization back then, Father Nargang, who I think he's in Rome now. And and we shared with him some things with the, with him, and uh, he really appreciated it. What we want to share is 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 a uh, part three of the sixteen fourteen rite of exorcism. 
It's also known as the exorcism of Pope Leo the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's out of the book, The Rite of Exorcism, by Father Weller. On page two twenty three to two twenty nine, on Father Weller's edition, that's the one all Catholic priests use. He appends a translator's note that says the following. He says this quote: Whereas the preceding rite of exorcism is designated for a particular person, the form given here is meant especially to be employed to expel the devil's sway over a locality that is a parish or a city. So notice the power of the rite of exorcism done by the bishop. It could expel the devil over a locality, which he says is a parish or a city. Yeah, and I think uh, Bishop Strickland, they did have the Satanists go to Tyler, Texas, and Bishop Strickland went out there and he did prayers. So I'm sure the demons were not happy with Bishop Strickland. I'm sure they're and, ineffective. And, and ineffective. They, yeah. they, he just well, his, their power. Yeah. Well, Bishop Strickland, you know, his pray, prayers were effective. So the, he, the, he nullified their power. Yeah. The demons. Absolutely came, nullified hexes them. Hexes the next day that yeah. they came. Thank you, Bishop Strickland. Yes. So uh, there's a commentary on the 1985 letter of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith on the current norms governing exorcism. Yeah. Here's what it says. Can you share on uh, Yeah. Here's, it says... Here again, the directive is restrictive of Christ's faithful, the lady. That is the lady. That is the lady. It restricts in fairly clear terms, may not employ. The use of part three of the 1614 exorcism ritual, which was promulgated, promulgated during the reign of Pope Leo Thirteenth, and added officially to the 1925 revision of the rite of exorcism. It is called exorcism against Satan and the fallen angels and has from its inclusion in the ritual been considered an exorcism over places, not persons. Well, what's important is the CDF is saying that Mm -hmm. lay people can't use this prayer. So so don't use it. it. This is a very, very high flash radius weapon prayer. And uh, you have to have authority. It's like trying to give an, a, 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 a machine gun to a seven-year-old and say, hey, go out in the backyard and play. Uh, no, you yep. don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. Uh, again, to, to say this prayer, you have to have the proper authority from Christ, which again is the bishop or the priest that the bishop allows the, mm-hmm. or the priest designated by the bishop to say this prayer over a possessed person or over a locality. I just want to highlight and bring attention to your attention that a bishop's prayers have the power to drive out demons out of a city. We're going to go through the theology of prayer right now, but this uh, yep. this comes from uh, Dan Schneider uh, uh, from... Uh, yeah, Steubenville. Yeah, yeah pro- he's professor professors. Franciscan yeah. University of Steubenville. He's also a lay leader for the Healing, Deliverance, and Exorcism <laughs> team in the Diocese of Las Cruces, New Mexico. And he's one of two certified instructors who teach the Liber Crystal mon- monastic model of healing, deliverance, and exorcism under Father Chad Ripperger, who's an exorcist under Bishop Aquila. And uh, Dan Schneider, he uses a lot of army metaphors because he's an army veteran of Mm -hmm. Desert Storm. Uh, He flew helicopters in Iraq. And uh, so he writes with a military perspective that connects with men. And so how does he describe, Anita, the three types of the, 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 the three types of prayers. Yeah, let me describe that. Um, the first one is a basic Catholic prayer. That's what we all do. That's the first one. So what is it is comparable to small arms and light weapons. 
which refers to portable weapons used by individual infantrymen. The small arms and light weapons, uh, light arms are very effective, especially when used by many infantrymen standing side by side, united against the enemy. Pistols, guns, rifles, that's small arms fire right there. Now, the second mode of prayers in, in spiritual warfare are a little bit more powerful. What are yep. they? So the second one are Catholic deliverance prayers. And what are they? Are like heavy artillery, military weapons. They're built to launch munitions, min- munitions for beyond the range and the power of infantry firearms. Heavy artillery Weapons were invented to focus on the ability to breach defensive walls and fortifications during sieges. These heavy artillery weapons have a high flash radius. They can be seen from far away. Catholic deliverance prayers have a high flash radius. It's dangerous to pray them if you are in mortal sin. Think like, think so about for example, like, little, little missiles, you know, yeah, little mortars. Yeah, well, that just like the like, Exilum Christian Arm prayers. You can't pray those prayers if you're right. Yeah, right. Uh, if oh, you're yeah. if you're in mortal sin, absolutely Can't not. And I know a lot of people that call me up. They say, "I'm praying these prayers. I'm getting attacked day. every night. <laughs> Things are worse in the house." I said, uh, "When was the last time you made a confession? Uh, Ten yeah. years ago." Uh, stop these prayers right now. Go to confession. Right. Then ask the priest, because I don't know if you're a nut. Ask your yeah. priest who knows you. Uh, Father, yeah. you think I could start praying these deliverance prayers? Your priest knows if you're a nut or not, or if you're, or if you're well-adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know who you are on the phone or over email. Hey, Jesse, can I pray these prayers? Ask your priest. He knows you. Yeah. Your priest may know, again, especially if you go to confession mm-hmm. regularly, if you're a drug, drug addict, uh, alcoholic, whatever, he's going to say, no, you can't do those prayers. You're not ready. Stick to the basic Catholic prayers. Yep. But then let's go to the third, uh, the the highest form of prayers in spiritual yes. warfare. Okay, the highest form, Catholic exorcism prayer from the rite of exorcism. What is it? It's like carpet bombing. Carpet bombing, also known as saturation bombing, this is a large area bombardment done in a progressive manner to inflict damage in every part of a selected area of land. The phrase evokes the image of explosions completely covering an an area in the same way that a carpet covers a floor. Only a bishop or a mandated exorcist can deploy this prayer. Yep. And uh, our friend Kyle Clements, who's Father Ripperger's right-hand man in Mm -hmm. his exorcism team, he says that that every diocese should have an exorcist according to three popes that have stated this in the last hundred years. Pope Leo XIII said every uh, diocese should have an exorcist. Pope John Paul II and Pope Benedict XVI. And again, because they afford protection to the diocese. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and I think a lot of um, dioceses need that carpet bon- bombing. They need the carpet bombing. Yeah. We Even though we have exorcists here, yeah. we still need carpet bombing. We yeah. need the exorcists to just, just saturate our our. our our cities. Our cities with prayer. Yeah, with these, with the Pope Leo Thirteenth prayer, and they can project it from the cathedral. It'll have tremendous effect. Yeah. I think I think if the bishops all would have done that all in unison from their cathedrals, yes. uh, chapter 3, the yeah. St. Michael, the long-form St. Michael the Archangel prayer, right before the elections, yeah. I don't think we would have any problems with rigged elections. Right. Uh, once again, because their prayer is just kind of like, just blow everything, blow everything out of the city. That's the power of a bishop's prayer. That's why priests, yep. that's why demons go after them because again, yep. they uh they don't want them to know the power and authority that they have. No, they don't. They yeah. don't want it. Yeah. yeah. 
They're, so let's uh, let's wrap it up here. Three things that we as Catholics should be doing. Yeah. What What are the three? Those these are called action items, yeah, right? Action items. Uh, action items. Know your Catholic faith. You cannot live your faith if you do not know it, and you cannot share with others what you do not first make your own. Amen. So you got to make the Catholic faith your own. We used to tell our kids that every day. You know, one day you're going to leave, and you got to make the Catholic faith your own. We yep. can't do it for you anymore. Yeah. Under this house, you could do it, but not. And so once they left, they're making it home. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Not Number two, live your Catholic faith. Your Catholic faith is a public thing. It's not meant to be left behind when you leave your home. And what's yep. number three? And number three, spread your Catholic faith. Jesus Christ wants us to bring the whole world into captivity to the truth. And the truth is Jesus himself, who is the way and the truth and the life. That's John a wrap. 14, 6. Up next, yep. Gary Machuda, hands-on apologetics. He'll be uh, coming to you from the Midwest Command Center. As yep. for us. It was wonderful being with you. Family, we, we love you. We'll see you at Texas. Yeah. If you're there close by. San Antonio, Purcell. Texas. I'll be there tomorrow all day giving a spiritual warfare conference to yep. men. Yep, to men. Just look on our website and you'll see uh, other particulars of that event. Yeah. If any of your uh, husbands, sons are anywhere close to San, the Dice of San Antonio, Texas, Tell them about the one-day spiritual yes, warfare yes, conference that yes. I'm going to be doing over there. Yep. Look at the website for details. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're coming to the end of the year. Why don't you think of uh, 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 VMPR as, uh, as a gift Absolutely. to we the can, radio. Uh, and we you, want to just serve you. So we, so we can keep this going. So, yes, we want to keep this going. Because what, what is it that we do here? We're like a lighthouse amidst the gathering storm. Yes. And we're trying to put the spotlight of truth upon this culture of death. And we're going to keep firing missiles of truth against the wall of lies. Amen. Let's pray America great again. Amen. We'll see you uh, next week. Same Christ time, same Christ channel.